Welcome to Wisdom Plug Podcast with your host, Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. Can we go to chapter 5, the last few verses, maybe the last two verses or something, chapter 5, and see how, I mean, I've thought about this before, but I think it's worthy of note for us to remind ourselves. Chapter 5, I think the last um, two or three verses, where, um, okay, okay, look at this. Moreover, Haman said, besides, the queen Esther invited no one but me to come in with the king to the banquet that she prepared, and tomorrow I am again invited by her along with the king. That's that Haman, that Hitler. Uh-huh. Yet, all this avails me nothing so long as I see Mordecai the Jew sitting at the king's gate. He hated the man. Dream haters. Dream killers. Enemies of our soul. Many you don't know. Some you know. Now look at the next verse. Verse 14 says, then his wife, you see now, you know Marie's kind of, I don't know who is wrong, but they, both, they both have problems anyway. And his wife, Zeresh, and all his friends said to him, let a gallows be made, 50 cubits high, and in the morning, now the morning they were planning is the morning after the third day. In the morning, suggest to the king that Mordecai be what? Hanged on it. Then go merrily with the king to the banquet. And the thing pleased him, and so he had the gallows made. Now if you leave this verse, many destinies have been ruined like this. Because the only thing that rescued a man was the prayer and fasting. If there was no prayer, they would kill him the next morning. You can be praying against the man. You can be angry. You cry at the funeral. He is gone. Many people's careers, destinies have been like this. They just meet in some place. I say, tomorrow morning, you send him a letter. Uh, tomorrow evening, uh, send him the day. You know? so, something sinister. You, the person doesn't know. He's sitting carelessly. No prayers. Unknown to them, this, this night they were talking about was the third night of the prayer when the thing cooking has been done. They've been cooking it since first day. Second day, that night, the thing has become fully. So when he was planning this, the king could not sleep. Chapter 6, verse 1. Chapter 6, verse 1, please. Praise the Lord. He said, that night, they had made the gallows for his death. But that night, the king could not sleep. So one person was commanded to bring the book of records. I pray that your own book of records will be opened. Uh, by the mercy of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Many of the seeds you've sown yesteryear. Commitment to God. Prayers. Many that have not been rewarded. I pray that the rewards will show up this season. Uh, by the mercy of remembrance in the name of Jesus Christ. Remembrance. A book of the records of the chronicles. And they were read before the king. Verse 2. And it was found written that Mordecai had told of Bictana and Teresh, two of the king's Enochs, the doorkeepers who had sought to lay hands on King Hyasaurus. Verse 3. Then the king said, what honor. Oh God. Look at the, look at the difference. Somebody's building up a gallo. Or, what, is it gallo? Or gallo? Mm. <laughs> Gallows. To kill him, here, see the heavenly discussion. What honor or dignity has been bestowed on Mordecai for this? And the king's servant who attended to him said, nothing has been done for him. That you have not seen the harvest does not mean God will bring the harvest. 
that you have not seen the reward does not mean God cannot bring the reward. And I believe three days of prayer and fasting like this is an opportunity to call forth rewards. Glory to God. Look, this cannot be the only good thing Mordecai has done. But this was the one that God needed and brought it out for his own destiny. Verse 4. So the king said, who is in the court? Now, hey man, I just entered the outer court of the king's palace to suggest that the king hang Mordecai on the gallows he had prepared for him. Look at how they met each other. Prayer and fasting is good though, if you do it well. They prayed and fasted. And they changed the equation. It revived evil. This is not even the matter of killing the Jews. So this is another matter on his own, on this man's head. Verse uh, 5. The king's servant said to him, Haman is there, standing in the court. And the king said, let him come in, let him come in. And verse 6. So Haman came in and the king asked him, what shall be done for the man whom the king delights to honor? I pray that the king would delight to honor you. You will see honor. You will see, oh, we will see honor. Even me, ma, I will see honor. We will see honor and dignity. Ah, unprecedented testimonies will show up in the name of Jesus Christ. Say louder, amen. You will see honor. You will see dignity. You will see divine rewards. And look at that. Now, Haman thought in his heart, whom would the king delight to honor more than me? Hmm. Seven. And Haman answered the king, for the man whom the king delights to honor Verse 8, let a royal robe be brought which the king has worn. If you check the history of this particular thing, this Haman was longing for the throne itself. If you study history, he was longer throating that throne. He's a wicked man, rebel. How do you now say the one the king has won? Because he thought it was him. He'd been practicing in his head. He wants to wear that crown. He said, let a royal robe be brought with the king as one and a horse on which the king has ridden. The king's car. He's been dreaming it. Which has a royal crest. He likes the logo. You know that logo? Placed on his head. Verse 9. Then let this robe and horse be delivered to the hand of one of the king's most noble princes that he may array the man whom the king delights to honor. Then parade him on horseback through the city square. Your testimony will have city-wide appeal. There are testimonies and they are what? When God raised up this dome, it became a city-wide testimony. People were calling everybody, politicians, scientists, everybody, because he was visible for all to see. I'm praying that God will replicate the same thing in the lives of members of this church in the name of Jesus Christ, in your village, in your city, in your town, wherever you are domiciled. The thing that God will do from this season will be visible for all to see. Receive that in the name of Jesus. <laughs> then the king said to him, hurry. Hurry, hurry, take the robe and the horse as you have suggested. And what? For Mordecai. See what they call Rivasa. He was supposed to kill the guy. Now he's not the one that will be serving the guy. You need to pray and fast very well. This will danger you. That God can do anything, that God is able to change. 
anything if you release your faith in, in high desperation. He said, he said, and you, you should do it in a hurry. Don't wait. Leave nothing undone of all that you have spoken. Ah! Verse 11. So Haman took, just imagine the humiliation. Haman took the robe and the horse and read Mordecai and led him <laughs> on horseback through the city square and proclaimed before him. <laughs> Look, um, I hope your faith and mine are, are together. The thing that will happen between now and December, if they told you before, you will say it's a lie. I'm telling you. <laughs> and God, you know, he says, season overflow. He wants to sign. This is signature. This one we are reading, it's not the same one we read in chapter 8. Oh. When this Haman, I mean, when this Mordecai now took over his portfolio completely. You understand? Took over his portfolio, took over his properties by divine arrangement. This was just a foretaste of it. But they prayed and they fasted. So as you are praying for the kingdom of God, you are praying for your country, you are praying for the local assembly, I want to pray that, Lord, I want to experience your remembrance. I hope there are things to remember, self. That's a food for thought for some of us. I hope there is at least one thing to remember. <laughs> maybe, you, maybe The least God can remember is your prayer of fasting. <laughs> it looked like they forgot uh, Mordecai now for what he had done. It looked like that, but God never forgets. The other scripture which, which, which we will read tomorrow is that of Joseph. When he was telling the guy that the king will restore you, the king will restore you. The guy said, and he said, when the king restores you back, oh, remember me. But two years, the guy forgot. But that two years was not a waste. God had a plan. In his time, he makes all things what? Beautiful. It was after two years. The king now dreamt. That's the right time. And nobody could interpret the dream. And the guy said, now I remember my faults. May you have that season now. You know, then I said, oh, he said, I said, guy, I met in prison. He told me, I had a dream, interpreted it that you will restore me, sir. And that you restored me. I remember now, he's still there. Are you sure he's there? And then the same thing happened for Mordecai. They went in a hurry and moved Joseph out. Quickly bathed him, changed his clothes, and then he stood before Pharaoh. <laughs> Sir, if you were in Joseph's shoes the week before, if they ask you, are you making progress in your life? What will you say? No, because this will help our work of faith. You know, it's a different thing if they have released Joseph from prison. He's now working in a particular company in Egypt. He's now the deputy manager. You know, all those, you know, like our own logical way of promotion, level by level. And then the king now had a dream. They now say, ah, he's working with um, first bank or second bank. He's the manager. They go and call him, you know. He's like, okay, from that manager, they now move him to the... No! That Mordecai was sitting at where? The gate. Not in the palace. It wasn't so high. So they asked Joseph, are you making progress that week before? But in your file, you've made progress. In the, in the file, it has been sorted out. So it looks like a sudden shift. But the shift that happened in the realm of the spirit. So I believe God has brought us to a season like that. There are many things that have been sorted out in people's lives in the realm of the spirit. This prayer and fasting is just to conclude it. Like your final interview, you understand? 
It has been signed and sealed just for the thing to be delivered. This prayer and fasting is just perfected and then there will be a sudden... Do you know what it is? They hurried him out of prison. Shaved his uh, bed, wore new clothes and stood before Pharaoh. And then what next? You'll be prime minister. What would you have said? No, no, guy, you're making a mistake. Prime minister! The same way Haman had to hurry up and honor Mordecai at that level, presidential level. I'm trying to raise your faith that the things that will happen after this season is not one percent equals to two. It's exponential. It's the, um, the, the, they call it incredible things. Difficult to explain. Difficult to believe. There are some people hearing me now, and this is um, October, September. You've been trusting God to get married. By March next year, you'll be getting married. Mm-hmm. Say amen if you believe that. Yeah. You will meet the person. You will meet the person. Or the person will meet you. Or meet, will meet. You'll meet. And the courtship will start. But you have known him perhaps before in secondary school or nursing school or trading school. I was your friend for like two years, but you lost touch. But you've known him before. And then the courtship will start. October ending. And then you will run and run and run. And the march and then before Easter, you will be ringing and tingy. You understand? Some businesses here, a business opportunity will come for you that will blow your account. It will do what? Blow. You've been, yeah, you've been getting some money, maybe some, you know. But the one that is coming is the Mordecai honor dimension. It's the Joseph Lifting's dimension. A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness.